Hello there, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Over the Bridge podcast. We are here again this week. We're joined by Patrick. Say hello. I'm not a guest. You're <laughs> <laughs> moving like one. You're moving like one this You're season. Like one. Part time in that. No, man. <laughs> Man's got a lot of different pies. Wow. Fingers in a lot of different pies. Wow, wow man. Let's not even talk about that. <laughs> How's everyone else? <laughs> oh, I'm good, man. I saw 50 Cent. 50 Cent. 50 Cent. Many men. Yeah, man. But I'm sweet. Sweet. Been a, been a good week. Okay. Sweet as a nut. Sweet as a nut, mate. Sweet, sweet as, as, nut. as a nut. All right, cool. Um, How are you, below? How am I? Thank you. No one ever yeah, asked. No it. one ever asked about me. No one ever asked about me. I asked me. you when you came in, man. Bruv, you always man. ask me offline. So I think some of the listeners, yeah, they don't even know how I am. Okay. <laughs> They've never heard that. But I'm fine. Thank you for asking. Bilal, what have you been up to? Wow. Yeah, how was your week, Bilal? I'm not even prepared with these answers. <laughs> um, yeah, my week was cool. Um, I finally left my job. So I know I've been talking about it for the last few episodes, but I had a leaving party and everything. Was fun, had a lot to drink, got excited. And now I'm like officially unemployed, which is well, self-employed. That's another way of looking at it. Um, so yeah, it's all good. Kind of started my um freelance journey officially now, which is gonna be good. So I'm sort of taking the next month off Don't. to focus on my birthday, to be honest, and then just <laughs> rest and recuperation after four years. Wait, when's your birthday again? 13th October, oh, if anyone wants to, to buy me present. I need to book the thing. Yeah, oh book, yeah, book, yeah, I need to put a thing to work God, be your own friend. Be your own friend sometimes. Basically, we're going out for Bilal's birthday, but we ain't booked the tickets for. Was it a brunch yeah. thing? It's, yeah, yeah it's reggae brunch. A reggae brunch. Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll book that still. Thank you. Yeah, I've obviously been turning up by myself, <laughs> but no, yeah, I'm I'm excited because I feel like I'm finally free. Um, I'm kind of got a bit bits of work lined up for the next week, and then in October, pretty much just just there. So cool, man. Yeah, man. But I've been good. Okay. So what are we talking about today? What are we talking about today? Well, I was thinking with, you know, October coming up, as many people are aware, that is in the UK, Black History Month. Um, And I really wanted, I've been reading loads of things online already about like people talk about Black History Month. I know a lot of people who are actually signed up to be speaking loads next month. And Mm -hmm. people use this as like their one month of the year where they have career opportunities because oh. it's like they're speakers and they're yeah, booked yeah. and they're out I never there. looked at it like that before. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I was thinking, do we even need a Black History Month? Oh. Oh, controversial. Mm-hmm. Controversial. Is that all you got to say? He wants to kick it off. Wow. He wants to kick it off. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe so, maybe some of our out. earliest memories of Black History Month, maybe something like that. Okay. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I, did, I don't know, did your schools, did your school celebrate like circuitry school? No. Did you guys actually have a... Yeah, I my secondary celebrated Black History. Really? When you say celebrate, like, would it... Would well, it we had be? a month and... <clears throat> okay, I think celebration is a... Celebrate is a strong word, but... Mm. Did like a little... Did like a show. Um, had a couple of assemblies on it. Um, uh, there was also a little like... Like a music kind of concert display thing. Is it? Yeah, that's, that's but, quite obviously cool. That's quite that's a lot of things. Yeah. But it, it, you know, when I think about it, I don't know. Retrospectively, it felt a bit gimmicky. To be honest, it's like, yeah, this is the one month where you have to showcase mm. all mm. your mm. achievements, and yet in eleven months, non-existent. We don't talk about any of the wow. kind of pertinent mm-hmm. issues, and that was kind of one of my problems. And I think one of my problems that I find with Black History Month, um, it can be quite gimmicky. I think. Um, even in like the corporate space, um, companies that often do Black History Month, it's like, okay, so you're celebrating Black History Month because why exactly? So that mm. it's finally some, you know, a group who, you know, are minority anyway, especially in a corporate setting, are, you know, finally they get some form of visibility and stuff like that. And they have people come in and do whatever, whatever. And it, feel, it feels very, very, very gimmicky. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the fact that, why have you segued it as black history when it's actually a part of, could be British history or American history. It is a part of history anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of, that is my, I think my, my, my main problem with it is that it can be, you have to, I think you have to tread a very thin, or like you have to tread a balance because on the one hand, 
it can be, yes, this is Black History Month. This is the only time black people get to display. And then it just becomes a tap dance mm. Um, mm. effort from people. Oh yeah, you're black, so you do this. Oh yeah, you're black, but you do this. And it's like, every black person is homogenous. Mm. And, you know, doesn't, it's not what Christy said in the last episode, that if you're black, you're often treated to be this homogenous individual and that like you when something everyone. happens, you represent everyone. Like you're expected to know. It's like jokes about fried chicken and watermelon and stuff like that. And do you know what I mean? It's that kind of... Mm. I feel that sometimes Black History Month kind of, you can almost segue that into the, oh yeah, it's fried chicken, watermelon, oh, it's Black History Month. Um, That's, I mean, it's interesting yeah. you say that, because yeah. especially when you say about homogeneity, and then as well as the examples you gave about fried chicken and watermelon, it, it shows how even Black History, the way we experience it. It's Americanized. It's very it? Americanized. Right? Yes. And that really dawned yeah. on me when I was reading Akala's book, Natives. I've finished it like, down, you know. It's, it's way so good. It. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, so as much good. as it obviously is a big educational resource, but also like, it, yeah, kind of got me heated. Yep. Yeah, it yep. got me heated. Mm. But no, when when he was given, when Akala gives examples of things that happen in, in, like in history in the UK, mm. um, there's one example he gave about... Um, Certain terrorist attacks, essentially what they were, mm-hmm. um, against black people in Lewisham. Those, mm-hmm. I think, those mm-hmm. the house, case the house fire, the, the house fire, fire yeah, yeah, where a, a young girl died. Old, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and um, these are things we we never taught about. Talk, like not. it's always the Martin Luther King Jr. It's always Rosa Parks. Mm. It's always yes. even not even Malcolm X is really taught taught, yeah. taught on that much. Yeah. <laughs> you get me? Yeah. It's the kind of very. Um, very safe Kumbaya, Very almost. safe Exactly Very safe Civil examples of it Civil rights Respectable and of Yeah and, 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 Yeah And it's never spoken We don't mm. hear about like the the UK Black Panthers or like this is all also, these other this is also yeah. why sorry to cut you off but like this is also why like you know I was talking to Bilal about this before and we was talking about how like this, this sort of feeds from another conversation but how the black experience worldwide um, is often monopolised by um, black Americans Yeah Um if you feel a while by yeah. what I'm saying, then I'm sorry, but it's just but it's still them diaspora wars. Though, it's like, it, day. It's it, like just, it, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I mean, th- th- there's obviously there's a whole long conversation about why that is, blah blah blah, whatever. But um, it means that when we have like these debates, often with like African American, with Black Americans, mm. African Americans, um, they will feel comfortable enough to tell us that you know they had the civil rights movement and you know we owe them blah 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 and all this that, that and the other mm-hmm. and us being black brits <coughs> excuse me and other black people within the diaspora we don't have any like a lot of us don't have anything to fire back because we don't know just, about our own history yeah. Yeah, so yeah. we we almost we, we almost believe that oh yeah actually you know americans they um, they're the ones that had the civil rights movement we didn't mm. we didn't really have that and it's like ah no uh, we definitely did like all the stuff that happened like you know, in the seventies and eighties, um, the Bristol um, bus boycott, all that, all that stuff. Like mm. that was our civil rights movement. But the thing is, we're not. We're just. It's not part of the canon. We're not taught about it. Um, and also, how like there's so many other civil rights leaders from like the twentieth century that aren't from the continental United States. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Americans also do like to pay homage to them. But when they're having this discussion about, oh, you know. Um, we had the civil rights movement, blah, blah, blah. They conveniently forget those people, those figures. So are we know? saying then that Black History Month, in the way that it we've experienced it, mm-hmm. has been through an Americanized lens? 100%. Of course. 100%. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Any 100%. kind of Black That's history that we learn in this country is what just is, like... Okay. Black history is American Black history. Yeah, yeah mm. it's not. It's not. The, the most you'll yeah. get to hear about like specifically British Black history, mm-hmm. um, you might find like entertainers like they'll wheel out, you know, what's his name, Lenny Henry and Frank yeah. Bruno and this, that and the other. And then actual like proper like historical stuff from like, you know, centuries past, they'll talk about how William Wilberforce ended slavery. Yeah. And that's that's the thing is, it's, 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 yeah. And that's why I have a, I mean, that's why here I have a, I don't, I, have a pro, I don't have a problem with Black History Month. I just have the, the, the lens which it comes through. Mm. Just like, I'm not American. Okay, fair enough. I can appreciate MLK and other such people and Rosa Parks. I, I can have an appreciation, but I think humanity should have an appreciation for those individuals. Mm-hmm. First of all, yet alone it being presented to us in Black mm-hmm. History Month. Mm. And it's not it's not by force that, oh, when it comes to the like, UK, mm. you can only tell me about a Frank Bruno or a Lewis mm. Hamilton or whatever. Okay, whatever, so what do you want, or, Tom? Would you want like a Black British History Month? That's a tough question. I, um, um, no, and I'll tell you why. Because I think 
that like a black person's history or as a black Brit, the history should be part of the overarching canon. It should be a part of the canon mm-hmm. anyway. Mm. So mm-hmm. Okay. But shall I tell you why um I agree with you, Tom? Yeah. But shall I tell you why in this day and age that will never happen? Oh yeah, I'm, I I know it won't <laughs> yeah, happen, yeah. but you know. <laughs> but like black history, I the liberation side of black history will never ever feature in the canon because it it genuinely goes against the status quo that we live in today. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. Like of it course. just could never like and that's why like we get this revised version of you know, these black lib- liberators. That's why, you know, when Nelson Mandela was released from prison, people don't know that the first country that he visited visited after that was Cuba. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because Cuba, um, they, they were fundamental in the yeah. black struggle in mm-hmm. South Africa and other, and, and, and other African nations. Um, and but like, that goes against what we know about who are the good guys and oh, who course. are the bad of guys. In- yeah. let's, let's remember as well that... Um, <clears throat> When years ago, um, David Cameron, I think, described um, Nelson Mandela as okay. a terrorist. Yeah. Or I don't know if he said it like that, like quote unquote, but it was definitely something along those lines. But that was the line of the Conservative Party. Yeah, exactly, time, yeah. exactly. And I think someone was saying that Corbyn went on a protest about the fact that yep. he was, and then someone asked the reason, man, did you go protest? No, he didn't. But what's important is da 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 da. That just, interview was a car crash. Yeah, yeah, that, that Channel 4 <laughs> um, interview. But I, first of all, who, 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 who dictates the canon of what actually goes into what actually the content should be for a Black History Month mm-hmm. if there was going to be one and mm-hmm. there anyway? Secondly, I, I don't think there's an incentive for anyone apart from us to actually go and create something anyway. Um, no one, fundamentally, no one cares about black people apart from black people. I think you get some, you get you get some people who care about humanity and therefore can see injustice and can see okay, this is a problem. Mm-hmm. But generally, with a, I don't please, I don't want to go into black agenda because I'm it's, it's a it's a, a circle that I don't even want to have to climb in and out of wherever that means. But in terms of actually presenting a narrative which is positive who actually has an incentive to do it it's like with the Nike thing I'm going to go off tangent but with the Nike thing and mm. Kaepernick and stuff like that I'm like mm. fair enough you know what I, understand I don't it, think but... I know too much about what happened there so um, as you know Colin Kaepernick was an NFL yeah. player I believe yeah he was yeah, a, he yeah. was an NFL player he still, still is but he's a free agent ah yeah oh thank you um, mm. and he decided to take a kneel when the American anthem is playing, mm-hmm. which is very much an insult to you mm-hmm. know, the United States, you're supposed to stand up, hand on your. your yeah, can I just know that? Bit. Do you know? Do you know what? Um, a lot of people don't know this, but the reason he before he never used to stand up for the national anthem, and that was his protest. Um, and then uh, a veteran reached out to him oh, I remember this. and was yeah, like, yeah. "I don't agree with what you're doing." Yeah. And then they had a dialogue, and in the end, the yeah. two of them decided that what he should do is take a kneel because a kneel is a sign of respect. Yeah. Um, it's a solemn sign of respect. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. The argument that a lot of people peddle that, you know, it's disrespectful to the to the anthem, to the flag. Um, to be honest, like, it, everybody has their own opinion, but if a veteran has advised that this is what you should do and this veteran yeah, was yeah. someone who disagreed with the protest in the first place, yeah, yeah. then I don't really think it can be... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I understand. But anyway... No, no, yeah. but it's, you know, and to, to add to that rather... You know, come on, veterans in America, America, they're hardly looked after. Do you know what I mean? Yep. You do your time of service, you get no looking after. You just get people saying, oh, well done, you've served the country. And mm-hmm. da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. Um, but so he uh, decided to kneel um, when the American anthem was playing, which is perceived to be a very bad thing, even though I do remember the, the story that Patrick was t- was talking about. Um, it caused a massive hoo-ha in the NFL. Why are people kneeling? Da, 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 da. Why don't they stand? Respect the flag. Da, da, da. Americans are mad about the flag. Like, there's a rule: you can't drop, you can't drop the flag. Like you cannot let the flag touch the mm-hmm. floors. You you can you can get arrested for letting the flag touch the floor. Um, for real, though. Yeah, yeah. So it's federal law. In fact, there was a, there was a guy in the, the Olympics who he got a flag and like he accidentally let it go on the floor and he walked on it. He had to say, "I'm so I'm so sorry." Da, 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 you can get shot for going about your business. Okay. Um, yeah. So he was like, "Sorry for stuff." So they're they're cra- they're crazy about the flag, but you know, at least they have something to stand for. Um, I think it's the most fascist country in the world. But anyway, let's continue. Let's not even go there. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> yeah, America has mad issues anyway, and this ties into Black History Month anyway. Like mm-hmm. you know, anyway. Mm-hmm. But now. He has, yeah, NFL player, but been a free agent. He basically just got, everyone was like, this is a disgrace. He shouldn't be playing, da 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 da, da. If you want to play, you need to respect the flag that includes standing for the anthem, da 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 da, da. Um, 
So he just didn't play anymore. Basically, got like he got blackballed. Uh, yeah, yeah. extradited basically from playing. Mm-hmm. Um, lo and behold, uh, it seems that Nike had him on their payroll, and they came out with an advert, which is the you know you got to stand up for something if it means losing everything, and all of a sudden you know people are buying more Nike and. Mm. And some people on the other hand are burning nights as well. But um, mm. what's significant about this advert as well is the 30th anniversary of the Just Do It slogan. Yeah, right. so okay. it was like a very important yeah. advertising right. campaign for them. Now, and and you know, it's what we said about social justice or social activism. Like I remember years ago, someone put up a, a, a um, like a, a piece on this, and someone said years ago when they were supporting Nike, you know, only like three four years ago, was giving discounts to cops on the whole shooting black people was involved. So it's like mm. Nike. This is just great marketing. I'm happy that it's Nike PR has done this. It's PR. It's PR. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And I think mm. I often feel that a lot of what we when we have these Black History Month things, it feels very much like a PR gimmick. Right? right? There is no like you don't. If there's no bottom line, if there's no what's in it for me, then people wouldn't do it. Is what. Hundred percent, man. Yeah. Companies do it. I often feel that companies just do it to be politically correct. Mm. Yeah. It's a box. They, do it they have exercise, to do it. Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, you have to keep. We have to keep our black people happy and satisfied. I tell you okay. something. In, in in the corporate world, I'll say this: that a lot of um, companies, like diversity, has never been a thing that people thought about ever in in the corporate world ever. They're like for a long time they haven't thought it's about topical it. Topical now, though. Very topical oh, it's now. Huge now yeah. Top of cycle activity, man. People, you know, are thinking about oh, how can we employ more people of of color? How can we employ more women? How can we, you know, employ more LGBTQ mm-hmm. people? Mm-hmm. And and these, I think, are all good things. I I think you need diversity in the workplace. First of all, I think you need it because you need different opinions. You need if you're having the same, you're the, the same kind of you know, white, middle-aged man come in, the views are going to be the same regardless. Mm-hmm. So if you have a mixture of people that have different perspectives, different, different upbringings, it, it, especially you know. if you're providing a service for wider society, it's yeah, exactly. going to reflect exactly. wider society. So what kind of things do your, well, Tom, does your organisation do? Well, my company doesn't, my company doesn't do any, any black right. history, I mean, it, it's, it's one, there aren't, I don't think there are enough black people in the office in London and New York to even warrant there to be any demands as such. Mm. And our bigger places, um, it's like the big four or like big investments banks, you have like this kind of black network, almost like, call it like a professional ACS, if you will. Mm. Um, basically, <laughs> where people come together. ACS was professional. Bro. No, but you know, like in a about. professional setting. Yeah, you ACS come for the corporate world. Yeah. Um, for the corporate world. And they do like black history mm. events and stuff like that. And don't get me wrong, that, that's cool. Um, but it's just like, Again, mm. every any time I've been to these events at other places, I said my, my workplace doesn't do one, but it's like it's all very much from an American lens. It's like mm. okay, Black History Month in the in 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 the US, it's not in October. It's in October in the UK. Is it in February in the US? Yeah, February. February. Yeah. So first of all, there are two different Black History Months anyway. Mm. The Black History Month we had here is very 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 Americanized. And listen, by the way, to our listeners, if you've had um, a Black History Month. It, whether in school, work, whatever, that's very like British focused. Please let us know because this is my experience. I have to, mm-hmm. I have to provide that caveat. So please let us know. We we'd mm-hmm. love to. I definitely love to hear um, how this is. But most of the time, I've had it. It's very American. It's also it's also kind of it's like this. Also, it's done in a way which is friendly, non-threatening to white people. And what I mean is, yeah. when you talk safe. about social justice. People often talk about Martin Luther King or what would Martin Luther King do? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And we all know that Martin Luther King and Malcolm X had a very different way of thinking about initially. things. Initially, you're right, towards mm-hmm. the end, you know, but initially and in their primes, they had a mm-hmm. very different approach. And no one talks about the kind of, um, you know, Martin Luther King and other people in in, in his life. In, in that sense. It's just it's very safe, very safe. And it's like, why are you doing this? That's that's my that's my question about Black History Month. Mm. What is the purpose of this? Mm. Is it to give us recognition? I'm going to shout out because I've gone for two. Is it no, to give us recognition points, or is man. it to actually be like, let's use this space and forum to actually talk about how we can progress or issues that... Mm. That's, that's my so main beef, isn't it? So you're still thinking, what's the point of it? It's this? very retrospective. It's very retrospective. Martin Luther King's solution is very old. And look who's in the White House right now. Yeah. And you this is in, okay. So... Can I chime in? Yeah, yeah. So, come through. Kweku's question, yeah, was I think it's just been sitting in my mind this whole time is like your childhood experiences of Black History Month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've been thinking about this because when I was little, my mum used to take me to the libraries in Brent um, and other places as well to these Black History Month events. Now, the ones that I experienced, I don't know if, you know, I was little, I don't know if my mum was like choosing to take me to particular events, but they were things like, 
like brother and auntie stories, mm-hmm. like storytelling, um, like Caribbean jokes. Um, I'd go to see like steel pan bands play in like the Royal Festival Hall. I'd go see like Kumana and drums. Like, I'd go to those sorts of Black History Month events. Yeah. Mm. I don't particularly remember ever learning about Black History in either school that I was at, to be honest, or mm. celebrating the month itself, other than the experiences that my mum would take me to. And none of them were Americanized. Um, they were actually quite like Caribbean focused. So I do, I do appreciate that. Perhaps that's what my mom was trying to like, mm. let me celebrate and let me know. And when I was little, I remember being like, wow, this mom's cool because I can celebrate the good aspects of being black. And one of the things that, you know, is, keeps coming to mind lately is how much people associate blackness with a struggle and don't see black, like don't seem to talk much about the the things that blackness also affords you you know like the culture that you have the food that you eat all of that stuff people people for for the most part um associate the experience of black history month with learning about slavery learning about how we got out of slavery then learning about how we the civil rights movement Mm. and i wonder if if there's a point in us having a whole month dedicated to that, when that is the aspect of Black history that is that we that we're told anyway, mm. like a month where we could celebrate mm. the positive aspects of Blackness and what mm. Blackness affords you, mm. to reframe the narrative from Black history as being negative mm. to what was what is Black history really before all of that stuff before mm. like literally they designed colonialism. Mm as a structure by which to oppress us. Mm-hmm. What is black history in terms of the cel- like the things that we can celebrate? Well, mm. some I think, are, go on, go on. Now, when, when we do kind of, um, cause they do, there are elements of black history month where it is celebrated through, that's mm. the word? Celebrate? Yeah. 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 Um, and that again is very much focused on celebrities, whether it be musicians, mm. whether it be sports uh, athletes or whatever the case is. And um, that's all well and good, but I don't think as far as, I mean, if the intention is to kind of try to give self-confidence to to young black people to feel like, okay, cool, I can strive for and be successful mm. in these successful people. I think we have enough contemporary examples mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. that. And we, I think it, more than anything, you probably need more examples of people outside of those fields, outside of sports and oh, yeah. music and mm. You know that we can yeah. we can really celebrate and say, "Boom, <clears throat> excuse me, I can be like this person." Mm. What is this someone to look up to? Mm. Um, so yeah, man. As far as celebrating stuff, and I think so far, I'm as far as my experience goes, there hasn't been much of like the cultural aspects of things or learning a bit. And after like, I guess bearing in mind that there is no such thing as well, black is made up of so many different mm. cultures and so yeah, many different yeah, yeah. backgrounds and whatever. So I've never been to an event where it's focused on, I don't know, Ghanaian history or Nigerian mm. history or Jamaican wow. history or whatever thing, kind of history, do you know what I mean? The thing is though, like <clears throat> some people would argue that, because you were saying, um, Bilal, that uh, we should celebrate, you know, the history of black people, like obviously before colonialism, um, before, you know, slavery sort of, was like this kind of thing, this interruption in our history. Mm. But some people would argue that like black history as we understand it today and the black identity as we understand it today in a post-colonial sense is that of liberation and that of struggle because mm. otherwise <clears throat> would we really have so much to so much in common? Do you mm. see what I mean? Like would someone from, I said this before, like would someone from Ethiopia have so much in common mm. with someone that's from you know, someone that's Igbo in present, what is now known as Nigeria, had it not been for colonialism, had it not been for... But like to celebrate blackness Mm. because of its proximity and interference by whiteness, Mm. to me just... But the thing is, blackness is... is, 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 It um, is about resistance. Yeah, it's it's, it's defined... In a post-colonial sense. Yeah, it's defined... Like, yeah, in, in, to be honest, in any sense, because like I said before, colonialism, I don't think, I don't, people... Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think blackness was a concept before colonialism. Like, it wasn't like- Oh no, um, I mean, we could talk no, about race. I don't think so. I don't think, I, in a, in a, in a monolithic sense, it wasn't. I mean, you can, you, can, you can probably, I don't know if, as far as, I'm not a, a linguistic student or whatever, mm. but I think as far as language, if, you can, if there's a word for being black, mm. then that probably, that signifies that there was a concept of like, 
blackness or Africanness or something. But if you, so, if, if you go, so if you go back to like, let's say like Elizabethan England, right? Mm. What they would call um, people of darker skinned African heritage um, was either Moorish mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Gypsy. Yeah. And that that is like a cor- corruption of being like Egyptian. And I'm sure I remember being in school and learning like in, a, in an English textbook, we were learning about like Chaucer or something, mm. bare old. Mm. And there was, they talked about a black person, but it actually wasn't like a black person in the sense that mm. we think someone yeah. black. Like a North African or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, my point is, is like, hum- like the way that we understand history is is a very is is very anachronistic. I we think that these systems have always existed, and we think that mm. black blackness, the word black, has always and it and it hasn't. Like the, a lot of the stuff that we take for granted today, a lot of the stuff that we understand about our world are things mm. that are very very recent. So that's, the, um, that's the thing. Right? I often feel that in the US, an African like an African American probably don't even rate us black Brits here in the UK. I feel sometimes. I think recently they've started to. Yeah, but I feel because of social time. media, and yeah. now they understand that we actually do in bits. Whereas but before I, I they thought they had the monopoly lack of the appreciation. And yeah, I'm having to look at Black Christian Month through your eyes, and yet you're you as a Black American, yeah, African American, you don't even appreciate me. But the you thing don't is, even appreciate the people that have come from the diaspora. Mm. I'm exaggerating massively, yeah. as you can obviously mm, tell. Yeah. But like you know, but the thing is, they would they they would say, look, that's not my problem. Like, create your own. Black History Month or whatever, like they, I know, I know the kind of response that that you would get, and part of me thinks you know a lot of that is valid, um, but at the same time, the the, the thing of like you know African Americans not valuing like Black Brits or other Black people in the diaspora, whether that is the case or not, I don't want to like start another diaspora mm-hmm. war, but um, it's for me it's linked to American exceptionalism, and that is something that is you know it's not it's not determined by the fact that they're Black. It's more the fact that they are American. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, so like yeah, the way definitely. that the world is understood through an American's yeah. eyes yeah. is, you know, America is at the center, or at least America is the most important country in the world, or it's the most like, you know, it's it's the land of the free. Like there's a lot of kind of like myth around the United States, it being like this this 100%. new land of liberty mm-hmm. and propaganda. Like, go down south, okay. So yeah, for me, that's where it comes from. Um, okay, so correct me if I'm wrong, yeah, mm. because... Maybe it's because of the, the groups that I'm signed up to, the things that I've liked on Facebook. But I'm seeing... <laughs> the so, algorithms, be. Yeah, but I'm seeing a lot of and Russian events, bots, be Russian bots. You know, I'm seeing a lot of events mm. on Facebook coming up that actually look really interesting, you mm-hmm. know? And they're like in relation to black history, you know, like storytellings and poetry nights and, mm. you know, like just just think, like talking about black history in a way that isn't like the struggle in America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's a really positive thing mm-hmm. because it means that you can go and experience black history for what it is and mm-hmm. its richness. Um, and I'm seeing a lot more of those things mm-hmm. in the last couple of years. Now, mm-hmm. it might be because, you know, I've I've now become more aware that those things exist mm-hmm. rather than those mm-hmm. things didn't exist before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I do see that there's a movement in black history. And I want to ask you, if we got rid of Black History Month, what would what would happen? Like, what would, would it be? Would it be benefits? Like, what would happen? Mm. It needs to be more than 30 days. Like, days. I, it needs to, listen, I think, <laughs> who, what's this? Someone said 21 days. It's 31 days. 31, 31 days. 31, 31 days. 31. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the point, <laughs> then, another, another problem I have with Black History Month is this. Um, you should, if it's this thing you're interested in, it shouldn't just be something you can, you give yourself a 30 31 day period to learn about it. And it should be something mm-hmm. which you perpetually learn about. Mm-hmm. And I have to feel the fact that it is just in October it just says, okay, I'm going to ignore all of it. I'm being yeah. re- this is a skeptical line of thought, by the way, mm. obviously, but I'm going to ignore all of it. And then these 31 days, I'm going to come and focus on black mm. history. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay. And it's, as far as I'm concerned, you know, white people aren't going to learn about black history unless mm. they have a reason to. Mm-hmm. So, it's just black people that want to learn about black history. So even then, then if that's the case, then why do you just want to learn about it in 31 days? Why do you have to have these 31 days earmarked mm. to go and learn about black history? That, that's but been my ultimate the, thing. People like, might say that without that earmarked, it doesn't bring it to light at all. At all. Mm. Yeah, it's a rock and a half place. That, I, I recognize that as well. So, does, yeah, I, I, I guess this is what you were saying before as far as like, 
just having it integrated in the curriculum or just an everyday understanding of British history is not something that you have to see as separate where, okay, cool, this is something that happens to black people, let's talk about that. And mm-hmm. but I mean, even, uh, even kind of rings true as far as um, when we're discussing things like slavery and colonialism and what have you, and it's always from the lens of, you know, the British Empire. Mm. And it's never, you know, it, it kind of, I don't know, this stuff we talk about all the time, but it just mm. kind of shuns the the experience from the eyes of the oppressed people, the people that are from colonized countries. Mm. And I mean, this is just a common theme, like the people that write the history or the, I don't know, the winners. Because like, mm. like I say, there's always winners and losers in every situation. Mm-hmm. It's the winners that are going to write Mm-hmm. History didn't Churchill say, "History shall be kind to me, for I shall be the one to write it." Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Wow. You know. No, this is why. So my my answer to what you said, Bilag, two two bits to it. First one relates directly to what literally we're talking about now, and I think um, for Black history um, to 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 actually have its real place uh, among you know you know mainstream history in inverted commas, i.e., the canon a whole lot of revisionism needs to take place. Like I'm talking about the whole book mm-hmm. that we understand, like the whole of what we know of modern history needs to be torn up and rewritten again by those that are descendants of the oppressed or those that have that have um, an investment in telling those stories. Mm-hmm. Not, it shouldn't be told by, you know, the victors of that said period or mm-hmm. it should be told by the, like, and I think, to be honest, our generation is is the one that will start doing that. Like, obviously, there have been, you know, the odd, um, there there have been historical writers of color. There have been, but it's not been like this whole entire revisionist mm. movement, or at least mm. not to my knowledge. I, I, my knowledge is very. I mean, I know anyway. a couple um, kind of black historians. One guy, Robin Walker. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, he did a like a book signing event and screened. Um, like a documentary he was involved in at the Fitzwilliam Museum. Okay, when I was in. My second or third year, um, so yeah, there are there are people like that. There's a couple other people I can't remember their names, but they do mm. run these events. But it's it's the kind of thing where you'll see the same people at the yeah, same, like, every this event. Is what, my, this, is, mm. this is what I mean mm. by like when I started and I was saying I know people who are literally booked out this month, and I have I have friends who've said, "Sorry, man, can't hang out this month. You know, it's going to be a busy one for me. This is when I get my money." And mm. I'm like, "Wow, mm. in your whole year, this month for you is the one time." where this is where you're getting money because suddenly people are interested in what you have to say because of your positionality as a black person mm. when in the rest of the year people just in g- generally aren't yeah and I, that for me contextualizes what sort of tom was saying is that this shouldn't just be a 31 day thing mm-hmm. because what does that do for for blackness it, it does pigeonhole it into a month mm. where this is a month where we we will pay people to come and do their little thing and then off they go into the world. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with what both of you are saying that, you know, like having it as this is one month, you get pigeonholed and whatever else. Um, but why I think like, uh, to be honest, the way that I think it should work and why, like I said before, like history needs to be rewritten and it needs to become not like these fringe events that just happen like mm. in October and attended by the same people, but it needs to become the core like mainstream canon mm-hmm. of history. So there's that. And the other thing that I was going to say was, I would, the way ideally that I'd envisage, envisage <coughs> excuse me, Black History Month going forward is if, let's say like every single Black History Month that we had, there was some sort of pledge or promise or some sort of ground that was made such that a portion of Black history or at least some sort of policy change when it comes to the curriculum of how history is taught in this country mm-hmm. is is guaranteed each Black History Month. For me, because mm-hmm. I still think that it's important to have a month where you have a focus, right? Mm-hmm. But there's no point in having a focus and it just being kind of, um, kind of, you know, like, there's, there's no return on investment. Yeah. Like, all this energy goes into it and then it's like, okay, yeah, we're, we're done yeah. for the year, then we're done. So I think what should happen, like, practically speaking, each month, there should be lobbying. There should be, um, people should lobby the government. People should, yeah. I say people, I say we, we I should lobby people. the government. We should, like, so that each Black History Month, some ground is made in changing how the history curriculum is taught and, in this country and, even, and how Black History is incorporated just into for, it. for Black people's because rights. Because I, I feel, yeah, I, I feel like, so that for me would be like the perfect, yeah. the, when, the perfect, 
Mm. I, I often feel that to the eyes of someone who isn't black, who doesn't have a vested interest in Black History Month, mm. that month can be used as a pacifier to black people. You can satisfy what they quote want and want and you can shut them up. And then when travesties like Grenfell happens and affects, yeah, affects yeah. a lot of black people, it affects a lot of black people as well. Do you know what I mean? Um, I never knew, like, I knew where Grenfell was, but it was only when I went to Notting Hill Carnival this year and I was like, wow, this is, this is, I mean, you always see it, but you never notice it mm. until it's, it's like raw. And I was just like, this is actually mad. And yet nothing's being done. Do you know what I mean? And mm. it's like, mm. I feel that it can be used as a tool to pacify people because like, okay, we've given You've them their month. Done. Yeah. That's why I say. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just, it's just, it can't be, it can't, it can't just be lip service. It can't be like, okay, we'll do this, 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 and this, we'll do this show, we'll you do know, that show, we'll do that show. That's mad. No progress is made. But I've also heard people get angry, obviously, that a Black History Month exists because they're like, oh, why do they need their own month? Why don't we have our own month? Uh-huh. Like, you know, all of that stuff that mm. you hear a lot. Yeah. Um, and then I've seen events. I remember, I think it was a couple of years ago, I saw something where there was one ACS somewhere who had um, every day were highlighting a different black figure. And then they picked like Zayn Malik or something. Yeah, yeah. Nah. <laughs> I remember being. Like, I remember. <laughs> was that again? Let's hot them up. I think it was Ken Muni. Ken. 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 But no, I remember being like, what? was the ACS that did it? Yeah, yeah bro. I was oh. baffled. Yeah, not even British. But, but the thing is, yeah, sorry, just to hide, that's just one example. I've seen this happen many, many times where black history gets conflated with the history of people who are people of color. Political yeah. blackness. Yeah. 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 And yeah. it becomes a month. Head. That's true. For, Political blackness. For that, in a way to pacify, I guess, other marginalized communities. Mm. Um, because, you know, people are like, where's my month? Can I just say, I think in this country, obviously, you know, the, the other sort of big ethnic minority group in this country are Asian people. But when it comes to this kind shout of out shoot, yeah. <laughs> shout out, but let me finish, bro. The shoehorning of black, black history, along with other kind of history. Normally, it's I, most of the time I see it with eight, like the the political blackness that I see most of the time in this country is Asian people trying mm, to jump on yeah. the bandwagon, um, and mm. I think really like you know. The Asian community does need to look at themselves and think, you know, like, why are we doing this? Like, yeah. why, why do, like, do you know what? Asian history, like, should, like, people should know about it. it. Should be like anything to do with like the how this country came to be. Yeah, the fabric, to be man, you know. But why, like, yeah, you should have your own month. If you feel like you should have your own month, you should have your own month. But it shouldn't be at the expense of of another. Of, of yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I had what, something else to say about coming. No. One of the things, yeah, that I was just talking about this that mm. has come to mind is does Black History Month just further highlight the difference that black like between black people and the majority people in the country? Does it does it do more harm than good? In the sense that it just highlights that these people are oppressed, they need something else. Let's give them that. I have I have heard this before from white people who have said um, this just plays into the quote victim mentality unquote that some black people have. Why do you need to have your own thing? And that gets me, I, I get mad as much as all I've said today about it being, my issue with it is the Americanization of it, the kind of gimmicky nest that is presented to us. But it's mm. like, you know, it's, it's like this, put it this way. I was talking to someone, the person is French, saying, oh yeah, the World Cup, fantastic. You know, a couple of weeks mm. later, ah, oh, you know, well, no one French really won the World Cup. Da, 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 da. The, you know, yeah, yeah, no one really French won mm. the World Cup. I was like, I swear Pogba was born in France, no? Right? Mm. And a lot of them were born in France, you know. And so, but you, you can see where he was going with that anyway. They're, they're not French. They're not, you know, da, 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 da. And yet the funny thing is in continental Europe, slightly different to here, languages seem to be more of an accepting fact. If you can speak French, if you can speak German, you are seen. But of course, if you're black, it's somewhat different. You're black, you're, you'll never be accepted anyway. Mm. Um, I've just come to, I've come to learn that, innit? It's like, I don't really care what anyone else has to say because their opinions are fickle anyway. Mm. Um, you can come and say, um, like royal family, you can come and say, oh yeah, we're very inviting. Cool, cool. All right, so... Young Harry, who we all thought would be a little bit different relative to his brother marrying the I wonder how much of him we'll see next month. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. anyway. Yeah, because shout out Megan, she did that um, cookbook in it for Grenfell still. 
Uh-huh. Yeah. Don't you know this? No. Did like a little, I think it was a cookout and a cookbook, but she did it in like, just trying to raise more awareness about Grenfell. Okay. okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Anyway, so I, I, I find that, um, yeah, when it comes to issues about black people, white people can be very fickle. I say this having a white dad as well. So I say this even from a personal experience as well. Hmm. Very fickle about mm. these things. On the one hand, you know, um, our contributions are great. Next thing, oh, you're not, you're not a part of this country. Do you know mm. what I mean? The amount of times I've been made to feel, mm. um, even sometimes by close family members. Do you know what I mean? Wow. Like, oh, wow. um, yeah, it's, it's mad. Like, it's mm. oh no, like okay, you're born here, you're part of this thing. Mm. Oh no, but you're not actually. You're not. Do you know what I mean? It's just like well, look at look at yeah. the um, London 2012 opening ceremony with all like the Windrush, <laughs> the, the, the tribute to the Windrush, and then what happened this week? The Windrush people. Windrush generations, they, then home, they, they're not they're not going to be granted British citizenship. What? Well, that yeah, Daniel yeah. did say for people who'd had a criminal record because they'd had a criminal record at some point. So they any, were not any blight people. on their behaviour means that yeah. they wouldn't be getting it's a mark. It's just the reason they've been, been the country. Excuse, yeah, to not give let's, them. Let's citizenship. Any... So there are people who've literally lived their lives since they have been set up. Let's not even talk about the the, the the political rubbish. And this is the thing, it's like Theresa May on, on Question Time, the first one on the will say, oh, we wish everyone a happy Black History Month, not knowing what you're doing and what your, Did they actually your do government... That? Do they wish a happy I, I don't know, but it's like, I don't... It's not Christmas. I don't know, but I know... No, but they all say very Black History Month. No, no, no. In Question Time... But they acknowledge things. They acknowledge things, Yeah, I don't know if they'll... I don't. I haven't seen it. I mean... Yeah, I've, very I've, I've seen them acknowledge, you know, football, obviously, when there's a loss of, um, when someone loses their life in Afghanistan or Iraq or whatever, they acknowledge that right. and then whatever. Or football Champions League, they acknowledge it. It's up to the, the yeah. premier of the day. So if she does it, it's like, okay, they acknowledge this, but yet your government is ridiculous yeah. and marginalizing so and through policies. Do you know what I mean? It's just, mm-hmm. And that's the thing. And that's that's why I'm just like... Yeah. I hear you. Like, yeah. For me, like... It makes me mad just even thinking about it more time. So... Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't waste my my energy. I don't, I don't lose sleep over the you know the fickle opinions of people that actually genuinely aren't invested in it at all. Mm-hmm. They're just raising, they're just moving the goalposts to to exhaust you, to wear mm-hmm. you out. I can't remember um, which civil rights um, leader said something like that, but like one of them, maybe it wasn't. I can't remember. Maybe it was um, Bell Hooks. Um, one of the sort of main um, like mo's of racism is actually just to wear you out. Because mm. you're constantly having to argue with people that mm-hmm. actually have no investment in the debate. Mm-hmm. They're just arguing just to tie you out. Well, if the system yeah. works for someone, they are not going to try to change no. it. Not at all. Mm. What, what's not, what's, what's there to them, gain for them? Exactly. There's, they want the pie to grow, or their portion of the pie, they want it to continually grow. Yeah. Mm. And you know what I mean? So, um, yeah. Like, there are some people, Tom, who'd even argue that like black history isn't really a history for me or you. How do you mean? Because because both of us are not. Oh, okay. So I didn't clock yours directly too. Sorry. Hmm. Rav, see, <laughs> where do I even begin with this one? Let me let me put. He's this loading one. the chopper. Huh? He's loading, loading the chopper. The cho- let me let me put this one. <laughs> <laughs> he looks um, proud. <laughs> no, because when people come and say, "Our oh, mixed race people aren't black," da 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 da. Um, it is a it is a tricky one because. There are there are there are a number of factors at play. Obviously, there, there's an issue of, in no particular order, there's an issue of colorism. There's an issue of having a slightly different experience growing up in a in a biracial household, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, there is the issue of not quite being black, not quite being white, etc., cetera, et cetera, whatever how it is. But who is anyone to question how I identify in 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 the world? If I identify as black. And I, I recognize myself that who who is someone to take that away from me? You understand? Mm. And I and my actions, more importantly, are not contrary to what I'm saying. Because mm-hmm. there can be a difference. I think mean, actions speak louder than words, innit? You can say what you want, but mm. yeah, you need to your 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 actions need to be behind those words. So yeah, if I'm saying I am black and I feel that way, and I've said this on, on here before many times, that's how I feel because I was raised by, by my mum who's black. My dad wasn't really around, he was white, so if I'm being mm. single-handedly raised by a black woman, okay, I am, by definition, I have a little bit of white in me, but if I'm mm. being raised by a black woman, then how, anyway, anyway yeah, yeah, it's not rocket science to, to see how I would identify into a culture. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, if I want to go and celebrate Black History Month, 
I'll celebrate it. If I want yeah. to go and read a black black history, I'll read it. If I want to read about Kweko and Nancy and be told the stories, I'll read about it, you know? So mm. that's that's my thing, isn't it? So, mm. yeah. you know, obviously I have to recognise in certain spaces that especially if it's around black people, like a majority, it's in a, I'm in a majority black space, I do have to be cognizant of the fact that there is a difference. But white people do not notice the difference unless they've been trained mm. to know the difference. You understand? Often I get told all the time, yeah, but you're not, you're not, you're not white. It's like, okay, they don't, that's what I've seen again and again and again. Mm. So I understand it. It's only, mm. it's, it's, it's an intra-conversation amongst black people and mixed race people that we we observe the difference. You understand? Mm, mm. Sometimes the, the difference is very, it's very much a difference, but to a white person, they almost are like a kind of one, one drip pour in their head. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you know, so yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let me not, so, yeah. Okay. Boom. So like, <laughs> black history month ain't going nowhere, yeah? Like it's still, I think it's going to be around for a bit. Yeah. I mean, like, I can't imagine it going away because people have such strong feelings on it. That I think, on like, white people, black people, everyone would probably be like, why would we get rid of this month? Because of what it might symbolise. Huh? I don't think white people would care. I think they I would, think some would. I think some really would. And I think some people really advocate for it as being like, no, 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 this is our month to do that. Really? Yeah. But, you think okay. So? Yeah. I'm really skeptical, do. you know. Really, <laughs> um, um, there must be a portion like yeah. kind of liberal. Yeah, but I, I can imagine a lot of our white listeners. Yeah. I don't think they'll like yeah, sleep about, about it. About but small, you know I mean? We're talking okay. about a small minority. Yeah, okay, but I do yeah. think I think for some people, what it shows is that we are raising awareness of a struggle, and there's a certain sector of society that love raising awareness of struggles. I think that's fair to say. I'd say it's a small portion, but yeah. Yeah, I'd okay. say. I'd, but anyway, I don't think it's going anywhere. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So my question is, what do we want from it? If it hasn't given us, as you said, you know, hasn't afforded, given us what we want so far. Mm -hmm. What do we want from Black History Month moving forward? I think I've already said my piece really like. All right, boom. Yeah. This is, this is what I think. All right, okay. Boom. And I've been talking bare on this podcast, you know, oh my God. But listen, <laughs> I, I, w I want it to be forward looking. Yeah. I want it to be, I want, especially for children to, okay, you need, you need to look back to understand where you're going and where you can get to. But there needs to be a forward looking element. There needs to be, an, and this is why the whole like, Akala going Pan-African schools and stuff, I understand it. Sending your child to, you know, a school where you can actually learn about history throughout the year makes a lot of sense to me. Mm. But it needs. I think there needs to be a before. It's not. Oh, this is what he or she did for us. It's the question of. It's kind of like what can you do and making that, that kind of realization. It can't just be this backwards looking thing and and no one. Un That's my main problem with it. And it can't just be this this superficial. Let's gloss over yeah. Martin Luther King. Let's gloss over. It can't, it can't. We can't just. Yeah, it can't be history that's just like in a vacuum that has no like connection with the yeah, modern day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, it has no connection with because at the moment we just learn about this magical mm. time where black people were disenfranchised, but it's not like that anymore because we're free now. Like, do you know what I mean? That's, yeah. that's, that's, what it's, that's it. This, that's this it. magical time when you know black people didn't have rights yeah. and yeah, you know they were you know persecuted. Do but you know what I mean, some someone once <laughs> said to me, "You see, um, our parents, more particularly our mums, I think just just hear me out. You understand why every." every decade or so, there is an event which gets them very concerned about their black child. What I mean is Stephen yep. Lawrence, yep. Um, Mark Duggan, for example. There yep. is an event every couple of, every decade or so. Mm. And, you know, the way the way the, the world is, you know, I hope it doesn't happen when we become parents, if God wills, you know, but it, chances are it may happen. And it just makes you think, you know, look what happened with, with Stephen Lawrence. What happened with that? The result was just a complete injustice. You know mm. what I'm saying? I don't know why I'm even mentioning this, but it's, it's the point being, it's understanding that these things are not in a vacuum. Mm -hmm. Martin Luther yes. King's speech about um, one day, I hope that we judge people by the, the, the content yeah. of their character, not the color of their skin. Okay, well, look who's in the White House right now. Do you know what I mean? Quite frankly, no one even likes him apart from, okay, people do like him. A lot of people like him. That's how he got into the party. But even people in the Republican Party who are true Republicans say this guy doesn't even have Republican values except one, which is probably the oppression of basically everyone. And the fact that he's not I mean? a black person. Yeah. So of oh yeah. Oh yeah. No. No. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> getting getting Trump in the office was basically a clear sign of 
we don't want a black person to come. What, run what the it showed me was that this is this this is like the the white lash the white lash in America as they call it. It's like anything is better than a black person. Like literally anything. Like someone that is, um, you know, uh, a molester, sexual sexual harassment, like racist, like is in bed with the KKK. Someone as low as that is. In, in in the American psyche is better than a black person. That's wild, isn't it? Like when that's, you what think about- that's what I thought. That's why honestly, when I like um I tell you a funny story, the, the night before Trump was getting elected, the odds on him winning were five to one. Mm-hmm. I put a hundred pound I put a hundred pound down. You know why? Because I said this if Trump wins, the world is a fucked up place, but at least I've got six hundred quid. <laughs> if Hillary wins I've lost yeah, my 100 oh, quid But the world is a better place I, I should have done that You know oh, my God. The, I didn't think it would happen But I said if it does I'm going to be mad But I'm going to have money To go and do whatever I should have done that <laughs> Now When I woke up I was so shocked nice I said is this nice life chop. And then I, I went I went on a, a skiing holiday And it was actually <laughs> I deliberately did it So that on, on It would be guy. when he got inaugurated And the, the greatest thing about it The inauguration was all in French So I didn't actually hear A single word he was saying <laughs> They put subtitles That ah mm. Wonderful, wonderful. But yeah, it's just, <laughs> just got, it just it just shows in it, and it's like that. You know, you find that a lot of people who might you know watch like Fox News and I'll be like, oh no, but you know, we should be, we should listen to what Martin Luther King had to go and say. And mm. I'm not putting down what Martin Luther King had to go and say. I'm not saying that either. But what I'm saying is, when people are trying to do that, yeah, and try to go down like a very straight and narrow path and i'm i'm i welcome all of that yeah but mm-hmm. like when you but nothing happens in the us mm. you try and go down a straight and narrow path let's do it the legislative route i mean you, there needs to be various routes of how we we progress ahead in it but you know they love to be, and it's the vacuum it's the vacuum so mm-hmm. yeah it's like let's teach black history month in a way which is passive and a way which is about the safe exactly. elements and not yeah. about the 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 bullshit which people have had to to go through or been put up with and da 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 and that is my ultimate issue yeah. it's not mm. the month it's not the month. Please don't say, ah, he said, it's not the month. That's not my issue. The issue is from my eyes, it's been very Americanized and taught in a very kind of safe way. That it, we are not taught any history. We are taught about mm. history figureheads in a vacuum. Yep. This is what they mm. did. Mm. We don't know about the outcome of what they they, they had. I'm not How saying, did we get yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and we don't, and there's nothing forward looking either. Mm. Whatever the fuck that means. But mm. And that's my main issue. Mm. Very, we're not Americans. You understand? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You and know? Nothing about the disruption as well. Like, like you're saying, there's the whole safe thing. But like, there's there's mad examples of rebellion, like armed rebellion mm. um, that is not spoken about at all because that's, they, I don't know if they feel like that's going to oh, rile us up and make us feel it's like dangerous. we're going <laughs> to... You know? Yeah. That's what I mean. Mm-hmm. But no, one thing for me, um, and I think someone touched on it a bit earlier on is also looking at history pre-slavery. That's something that's rarely ever really touched on. Mm. Um, So learning about like, I don't know, like Yoruba culture or Ashanti culture and all these things that celebrate history, Mm. um, give you, you know, a real, real idea of the culture and Mm. and things that happen outside of Mm. slavery and colonialism. Mm. So that would be a big thing for me as far as Mm. things that could improve how Black History Month Mm. is. I'm experienced here. Yeah. Um, I actually agree so yeah, with that. I, yeah. I think for me, yeah, it's a mixture of both. Because I, I think if Black History Month was was done right, it would just incite revolution. Because people would really be like, I mean. wow, like our culture was that rich. Our history is that rich. Mm. And this is the bullshit that we endured. And this is the struggle mm-hmm. that we went through. Mm. And this is the ongoing struggle. If we were taught history through a lens, which is a black lens, mm-hmm. and not like the, the, the nice, acceptable... Um, whitewashed history Mm. by which we learn about specific figures who are okay to talk about and not about other parts of the history and the struggle. Mm. I do generally think that Black History Month would be a vehicle for a revolution. Mm. Um, And I I don't know, I'm trying to kind of like that. And if not, sorry, go on. No, no, no. no. And I I think that another big aspect of it is the celebratory side of things where we learn about real role models, real people be like, "These, these people are kings and queens, you know? and they're real and they existed and we're not just it's not just a history lesson like we can go to events where it's fun where there's music there's dance there's stories there's arts there's all of that stuff Mm. and we can genuinely partake in that side of the history Mm. in a way that is not just for black people because there is no 
Yes, there is a use in us knowing our own history and knowing our own roots. Of course, there's a use in that. But there is no use in not other people having the, the choice to not learn that mm-hmm. and having the, the choice to just be like, well, that's a month done, you know, like just partaking in the version of history that they learn in school, which is the slavery side and all of that stuff and not actually learning about the other side of things because it should mm-hmm. be used as a mirror to people of like, look, this is, this is also history. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, I concur, man. Mad. Bars. Bars. Okay. Well, that kind of wraps up this conversation, you know. Um, I think before we started, Quake um, Patrick was playing Brand New by Kanye and who? Ramfest. Ramfest. Oh, back wow, in the, the day. One that, the one that... Um, then the beefing now. The beefing. Yeah, the beefing. yeah. Can you imagine that? Beefing because of... What's but, a, that? Shower's name, man. Yeah, but there's a, there's, a line in, there's a line in the song that goes, it's black history every day. I don't need a month. And... You know, maybe if you got views on that, maybe you think that we don't need a month. We should do this every day. Maybe you think we don't need a month at all. I don't know. Everyone's got their own opinion on this. It's coming up in October in the UK. So I hope you're all celebrating and have a good Black History Month. Can I just cl- close with one, one yeah. thing? Like if you're listening to this, right, and you know, you um, are in some way, shape or form um, responsible for any kind of like Black History Month celebration or initiative mm. at your workplace or at your school, I just challenge you to, have a think about like what it is that you're you're um you're celebrating and what you're pushing out and what you're teaching and maybe challenge yourself to go slightly off the wall and actually celebrate you know the people that weren't actually the just the pacifists but the people mm. that were fighters mm. um not just the people that were respectable but the people that were that still got 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 what they had to get done you know what mm. i mean mm-hmm. um just push yourself to be a bit more kind of be a bit more out there. Like black mm. black history and liberation history is revolutionary. So if you're, what you're talking about, what you're teaching is not really that revolutionary and it makes people feel comfortable, mm. then I don't think you're doing black history much. Yeah, right. I was going to mm. just mm. land on that. Yeah, When you talk to a white person about black issues, you will see they get very uncomfortable. It can make their skin cruel. Mm. When they hear about black, oh, it's, it's just black history month. Do you know what I mean? That's what I was, the whole thing about pacifism. Mm. It's just black history month. It's very safe. It's very this and this and this. Honestly, when you talk to someone about racial issues and and as a black person, you say, I'm not white or something, they get very uncomfortable. Mm. Um, I was talking to someone this week about, oh, um, uh, someone said, oh, you should drive a Fiat 500. I looked at the person and said, I'm not a woman. And more importantly, I'm not white. Person was like, whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) There's no need to play the race card. I said, (laughs) I'm not playing the race card. I'm just stating facts. I'm not white. uh, (laughs) And I'm not a woman. So I'm not driving a Fiat 500. But even that, even that, you could see that. Whoa! Oh, wow! What? Nah, bruv. That's the yeah, thing. True. That's the thing. So, but yeah, yeah it's, if if what you're teaching is not making people feel uncomfortable, then I'm sorry, you're not really teaching black history because black family. history is not comfortable. I'm sorry. Like, mm. if you're to, if you're teaching about the liberation, the revolutionary side of stuff, and you're just talking about the stuff that makes everyone come together and sing kumbaya, then nah, that, you're not doing it right. So yeah, if anybody out there is listening that is organizing anything for Black History Month. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would just challenge you to do that, me personally, but mm-hmm. you know, you don't have mm-hmm. to listen to what I say. I'm just a guy on a podcast. So <laughs> work, work I'm going to add one last yeah, tiny on, bit just to add to that, as well as that, yeah. And I encourage white people in particular to do this like, do your Googles in it and try to learn more about black history within the context of the UK. Yes. Sorry, I should have said that. This is, yeah. What I was going to say is black history is being created today. You know, like the history in the future will be the history. That's what the, the events that are happening right now. Mm. And there are there are people that we've mentioned on this podcast throughout this season, mm. you know, who are making pre- history, who are literally making history as, mm. as it speaks. And for me, that's a powerful, powerful message. So, yeah. Anyway, let's wrap it up there because this has been a good, good one. You know, yeah, I've enjoyed this. Yes. Um, if anybody wants to get in touch as per always on the socials at OTB podcast UK, also via email, we're starting to get a lot of emails and hopefully we are responding to you. Can we get some more Kweku fan mail, please? Kweku's getting fan mail and whatnot. <laughs> so shout out him. If anyone wants to send us fan mail, you know, feel free. Patrick wants some, so send him some. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> even though he's just a guest on this podcast. Yeah, OTB podcast at UK at gmail.com is the email. OTB podcast UK at gmail.com. Yep. And yeah, man, get in touch. Have a good good week and enjoy your black history month 
Merry Black History Month. <laughs> <laughs>